Welcome to the We Are Peru podcast, a podcast highlighting topics related to the Peru Central School District and greater Peru community. Welcome to the We Are Peru podcast. This is our April edition, and I am John Mitchell, and I am joined, as usual, by my co-host, Mr. Nick Damiani. How's it going, sir? I'm doing great, John. The sun is shining, uh, warm weather, got some nice outside work done this past weekend, so... Uh, yeah, we're just. I'm excited for the changing of the seasons. Yeah, the changing of the seasons. You know, it's it's funny. I always tell people. You know, I grew up in Arkansas, whatever, and you know, uh, this was completely different when I, I moved up here. March of uh, March of '89. I'm I'm dating myself here, unfortunately. Yeah, so yeah. I might have to take that out. You know. March of '89. What was I doing? Uh, I was okay. Eight yeah. years old. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> you made your point. You know. But anyway. It's like uh, it was snowing when I got here, and when I first landed here, I'm like, okay, all right, I got to get out as soon as I can, and it has been many years since, and I am still here. So Yeah, well, the springtime's great because you finally yeah. get to get outside, uh, pick up after the winter, yeah. you know, get the lawn set, and just really, you know, you're looking forward to the summer, right? Yeah. Uh, and where we're finally at that point. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's funny with me is this, my yard can go from – non-existent to a jungle like overnight it feels like it so but yeah yeah whereas i can't grow any grass so <laughs> i have to work extremely hard for that those few <laughs> pieces that i get to cut um, but it is nice now that uh, we're getting into a, a stretch of good weather yeah so. fully agree uh so we have a great lineup for this month's show yeah, absolutely uh, so we're excited to you know bring back our, our traditional guests uh so miss bonnie barry will give the uh, board update uh, Scott Storms, our newly appointed superintendent, will talk a little bit about his 100-day plan and what he envisions in the seat that he has been recently appointed to. Fantastic. Uh, and uh, Diana Bartholomew will give us our sports update. And uh, we actually finally get to welcome uh, Mrs. Mary Sexton to the show. Uh, she is our appointed intermediate principal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she you know, gets to sit down and have a, a little question and answer with you, which is fantastic. Yep. Uh, and there was another, uh, you know, small event that we had on campus. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about that? Yeah, we actually had um, a New York Assemblyman Billy Jones was doing his school appreciation tour, and as he stopped in and visited uh, each of our buildings on campus, we're fortunate to where a few of our media club kids actually conducted a short interview with him when he visited the intermediate building. So we will be sharing that today as well. And I believe. That would have been his first podcast uh, with students. Oh. No other district is really doing really doing that. So uh, it's one of those unique things that we've been really working on as a district, and the students have been getting involved in. Uh, and it's it's just great to see. And I was happy to see him join uh, the show. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the the podcast initiative in general is something that we're you know kind of able to hang our hat on now, and I'm I'm really proud of our efforts and stuff with that. And it was great having him here. Yeah, excellent. Uh, so now let's. Uh, welcome, Miss Bonnie Berry. All right, everyone. Uh, we are going to move on along with our Board of Education update. So, as always, we are joined by School Board President uh, Bonnie Berry. How are you doing today, Bonnie? Great. And you and John? I'm doing well. We're Thanks doing for asking. Well. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for the sunshine later this afternoon to go to a track meet. So, you know, I'm hoping it's the gray goes away. <laughs> yeah, I will be at a track meet as well. Uh, so I agree. 
Uh, let's get a little sun, <laughs> and hopefully we don't have the rain or anything like that. So, Well, or it gets a little warmer. Uh, you know, it's getting a little chilly out there on the track. <laughs> yeah, that's true, especially when you're sitting there for three hours. <laughs> I, think, I think the weather was teasing us on Sunday with hopefully good things to come. Yep, fingers crossed. Oh, I know, I know. It's time. It's time. Come on. It's it May. Let's get going here. <laughs> we are ready. Okay. Uh, okay. So the the floor is yours. So what's going on on the uh, board side of things? Well, it was exciting to have uh, Mr. Billy Jones, our assemblyman, come and visit us on um, uh, just before vacation on the 12th. And I was able to do the tour of the four buildings with um, Mr. Storms and the administration in each building and some of the students and teachers. So that was wonderful, and I think you're, you're going to add his interview on this podcast. So that's great, because the elementary news team did a fantastic job with him. I, I, it was interesting to see uh, the surprise on his face that he was going to be interviewed by that team. So that, that was good. That was good. Um, and good news for our tech team, I think uh, you said our plan has been approved for 22-25. Yes, it has. So that was great news. We, we got that update yesterday. Yeah, so that was great. I mean, you know, people don't realize that board members are parts of committees, I think, in the uh, in the school. So I was pleased to be part of that committee, and it was a very um, efficient, effective committee, and we've got the plan approved. So wonderful. Yes, ex it was excellent news. Definitely uh, a lot of work from everybody involved on the committee, and uh, we had a pretty diverse set of stakeholders, which I think offered unique perspectives, and it all came together nicely. Yeah, but as I said, I don't think people realize that board members are parts of committees, but students are also parts of committees, not only the teachers or staff members, but the students, and the students certainly added um, much to that uh, tech plan. They kind of bring it to the reality that, wait a minute, you're talking too much in education ease, and you need to put this down to, you know, something that people can read. <laughs> so that was good. Yeah, Great. Their, their involvement is extremely important. Um, our April board meeting was um, prior to vacation, and uh, Mrs. Schultz and Ms. Murphy and Mr. Manchester presented some wonderful happenings around the, both the uh, primary school and the elementary school. Um, so, and then um, Mrs. Uh, Sexton had um, Mrs. Crowley give an update on the data with all of our um, assessments in the intermediate school. So those were our reports. But what was exciting was the board appointed Scott Storms as our next superintendent for four years. And we look forward to establishing goals with Mr. Storms and moving our district forward. And I think he's excited about that too. So that's wonderful. He's got a 100 day plan that we'll review. Uh, we haven't had time at the board meetings to go over it, but it will be, you know, it'll be out there. Um, our next board meeting is next week, next Tuesday. And there will be a budget review. Uh, we feel we uh, have a physically um, responsible budget to move forward to the 22-23 school year. And the vote is on May 17th in the high school and gymnasium. People may re request an absentee ballot, too, online or by calling the district office. And I think they should be doing that by this week because I'm not sure of the timeline when you had to have that in. Um, more information regarding our tax rates should be available by then. I know people that say, oh, my assessment went up, my assessment went up, and, and they did reassess most of our towns. It's important to note that even though you have increases in the assessed value of property, probably will um, 
equate to a decrease in the tax rate per thousand compared to um, the decreasing property value. So our school tax levy amount is uh, collected over a large amount of, of property value. So as a result, we are thinking that our tax rate will have a, a decrease. With some people who, if they had their assessment go up substantially, um, it may be a few dollars more. But as a, I, I think in our community report that's going out this week, it'll note that, um, you know, with the decreased tax rate, we should, you almost should be equal to what you paid last year, if not less. So that'll be a good news for people because I think they're worried with the assessments. And, you know, schools are um, taxed. And that's where we get part of our income, not all of it. Most of it comes from the state. Our taxes bring in about 30% of our operating budget. But um, <clears throat> it's, it's the same thing that's happened for a couple hundred years. So it, it's not changing. We, we'd like to see somehow way it changes, but it hasn't changed. So we still have a school tax levy. And we did go out at what we could, um, could collect. And then the assessments came in, surprising Everybody, I think, when, when people opened up that and said, oh, my goodness, didn't do anything to my house and it increased this much. But that's just because it leveled over the whole town area or, or many towns. Lastly, um, this is Teacher Appreciation Week. And I think last uh, Friday or one day was Principal Appreciation Day. And then last week was the Administrative Assistance Day. I mean, there's so many different days that it's hard to catch up and keep up with all of them. There's school bus driver support staff, uh, cafeteria workers, and so on. So that being said, we just want to thank all of our staff for being teachers and guidance to our students every day. So, uh, whether it's Teacher Appreciation Week or any other Appreciation Day and so on, we thank all of our staff, um, you know, from monitors and aides to cafeteria workers to bus drivers to custodians to ground nurses and all of our support staff with teachers and principals um, and all of our uh, administrative assistants and all the, the uh, offices to say thank you everything that you do every day to make our district run smoothly. Thank you for that. Uh, it's definitely appreciated. That's about it. This, this month was a quick and fast meeting other than the reports and, and uh, next Tuesday will be something that's very important for people to listen to. So. Hopefully they can come to the meeting. Um, we do not broadcast the meetings loud anymore, uh, allowed at the time anymore, but we do uh, record them and they are on the website afterwards, right? I think the next day. Yes. Usually. Yep. Yeah, they do get posted and, the next day. Yep. And then people can, um, the through comments will open at noon on Friday until noon on Tuesday, the board meeting, and people can comment. Um, on anything on the agenda, or uh, if it's not on the agenda, we'll have to wait until the end. But people can also come and sign up and um, comment on agenda items uh, prior to um, us going into the agenda, or at the end if there was something above and beyond the agenda that they wanted to make us aware of. So we are open to comments, and hopefully people use that as a, a voice to help us uh, in decision-making in the school. Absolutely. Uh, as always, uh, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to join us and, and share some information. Uh, you always provide uh, some great detail on where we are at. Uh, you've been great. Uh, so thank you. We do appreciate it. Okay. Until next week, right? <laughs> great. Thank you, Bonnie. Have a great day.
Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Right, bye. Okay. Um, I think our next segment that we're going to get right into will be our superintendent spotlight. All right. We are now uh, excited uh, to welcome Mr. Scott Storms back to the podcast. Uh, he is our newly and officially appointed superintendent of schools. So uh, congratulations, Mr. Storms. Thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Looking forward to doing the job and been doing it this year, but I'm looking forward to where we go from here. Yeah, this is the least amount of change I've ever experienced with a superintendent, right? Uh, so you've been in the district uh, since I was hired. I was hired back in 2006. Uh, you were here before I was hired. Yeah, I came in 1999 to Peru when we were still at Northside on the base. Yeah. See, uh, that's when I graduated high school. Let's just be clear. No, I'm just you're, you're, you're very young. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's just nice to see. Uh, and I'm glad everything worked out. I think, you know, just personally, from my perspective, I think you've done a fantastic job, uh, you know, getting things started this school year, uh, impacting some change, and uh, just look forward to what the future holds. Well, I appreciate so. you saying that. And as with any uh, new superintendent, uh, there's always this talk about a 100-day plan. So um, if you'd like, uh, just take a moment and share, you know, kind of what you envision over the first 100 days that you are uh, in the CHR. Well, I knew that coming into the job, um, many superintendents, when they, when they start the job, they talk about their entry plan. And I didn't really feel like it was appropriate to talk about my entry. I've already been here, but it was really important that there's aspects of the school that I need to learn about and hear from people. I think including everyone is really important and it makes us um, a successful organization. So um, I wrote a hundred day plan, which talks about, it basically gets us up until the next school year. So it talks about now all the way up until um, September of next year. And obviously we'll continue this type of work but one of the most important things is to hear from all constituent groups so um, you know working with teachers and working with administration those are things I do on more of a regular basis but also um, working with transportation staff buildings and grounds the kitchen staff also talking to our parents having opportunities to speak to parents of um, elementary students and speak to parents of, of high school middle school students as well all important parts of the plan. Um, meeting with the Board of Education um, and a retreat will happen later on as well in regards to district goals and getting those things set for next year because we're always stronger when we, when we have goals to be working towards. So those are some of the things that, that are part of my 100-day plan. I'll be talking about that at the May Board of Education meeting and sharing my uh, a short presentation on my 100-day plan. Today, I actually was in the um, in the transportation office and over at the bus garage um, and meeting with bus drivers after their run, after their elementary run, before they, before they have their midday break, um, I was meeting with them. Anyone who wants to, it wasn't a mandatory meeting, but I had, I would say, about eight drivers stop in and to meet with me, and I have another meeting with them later in the week. So I'm um, just talking about um, their job and how things go and then also ways if there are things that we can improve on, and I guess the most important thing is to know. If you know something about um, a group or um, you can't help fix something or be a support to someone if you don't really understand it. So I think that that's important. Yeah, and we're definitely in the people business, right? So I think, you know, when, when you talk about, you know, pieces of your plan, 
uh, that's kind of what I've he- what I hear. Like your desire to get to know, uh, you know, the people that you're working with and what their jobs are, so you can support them, right? And uh, that's definitely the feel that I've I've gotten. Well, always being so goal oriented is so important. And you, when you talk about, um, you, for example, you talk about discipline, for example, on a bus. Well, you better talk to bus drivers who are the people that are that are driving the bus and what they're what they're experiencing on a regular basis, rather than coming up with a plan that doesn't include them. Um, it's, we're always going to be stronger when we're we're taking input from all groups. Well, still the same. Uh, people don't care what you know until they know that you care, right? It's a great slide there, John. Uh, that was that was good. Uh, excellent. Um, yeah. So, um, I guess you know as we as we look to move forward, uh, you definitely uh, want to be in touch with you know those that you're working with, get to know the different aspects uh, of what the superintendent job holds. Right. Sure. I know uh, you've been the small group teacher, you've been a direct, you know, head of the curriculum and uh, instruction office to a building principal. Uh, Now in the position you're in, everything is is the big scope, right? So it is all aspects of the district, pre-K through 12, all of the components, not just, you know, being able to focus on that that kind of middle school house. Uh, So definitely a difficult job, uh, but one that, you know, I definitely feel, you know, we definitely feel you are, are up for that challenge. Thank you. I look forward to having these opportunities. Okay. Uh, So coming off of uh, last week and then a few weeks prior, uh, we've been, it's kind of like uh, appreciation month, right? Absolutely. Uh, So I know you you had said that you wanted to kind of share some appreciation. Absolutely. I think it's important um, that we just ended last week with teacher appreciation week. And we also had um, nurse, nurse appreciation day and I think what's really important is um, as a school district that we're always talking about the good work that we're doing and recognizing that Um, we don't we shouldn't only be waiting for the particular week that it happens in but we definitely want to say congrat or you know appreciation to all those groups of people Um, but one of those things that's important not just to send out an email of appreciation Last week I did send a video of myself thanking people. I think that that matters, but I also made sure to get around to classrooms and talk to people face-to-face because I think that sometimes that matters even more, to be recognized for the good work that you're doing or the hard work that you're doing. Um, And so I I just wanted to bring that up today, that we we just got off um, Teacher Appreciation Week and um, uh, Nurses Appreciation Week. Um, and administration on both sides of campus did an outstanding job recognizing their staff and it was important to me that I also had those opportunities to thank everyone for the hard work they're doing it's a very dedicated group of people yeah excellent thank you Uh, and always uh, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to join the podcast I know uh, you know everyone likes to hear kind of you know what's going on in the district and you bring a nice perspective so uh, thank you thank you at this time, uh, we're going to bring in uh, Diana Bartholomew, the uh, athletic coordinator for the district, to provide an update on sports. Hi, this is Diana Bartholomew, the athletic director here at Peru Central School. And I just want to give a brief update on sports in the month of May. Um, spring sports are in full swing here at Peru. I'm sure if you've been out and around campus, you'll see many activities going on. We have baseball and softball and track and field. 
We have our golf team golfing at Harmony. We have tennis, and we also have our unified basketball team who is playing inside our high school gym. If you're wondering when our game schedules are, they can be found on the Section 7 website. So if you just Google Section 7 um, in New York, and you can click right there and find all of our schedules. Um, the weather's nice. The snow is gone. The grass is green. And we have many of our fantastic student athletes outside participating in athletics. So please feel free to stop by campus and watch some of these events. I also wanted to let the community know that we have turned on the lights on the track in the evening for walking when we have um, no events. Obviously, when their track and field is out there having an event in the evening, um, it's pretty busy. But the track team is usually done and off by 7.30 and the lights will stay on till roughly 9 o'clock. So if you're looking to get out and do some walking this spring, the lights are on. Come on over to campus and utilize the track. I'd like to stay, have you stay tuned next month. I'll give you a nice recap on how our spring um, sports fared within the section. Hope everyone has a great day. Thanks. I'm Evan Gwinnett here with PETV News, at, here with Billy Jones. And so what does an assemblyman do? Um, that's a good question. I um, Actually, I'm in Albany for, for six months of the year, and we we legislate, we, we make laws and make bills that become laws here in New York State um, that affect people's lives. And um, also we do a budget in Albany um, that actually funds a lot of what we're doing here, education, a large part of that budget, and anywhere from health care um, to funding different organizations throughout the state that uh, make a difference in uh, people's lives. And also when I'm in the district here, I get to visit schools such as um, this one. Um, I go around visit, visiting businesses and organizations and talk to constituents and talk to people about their problems and try to come up with solutions to try to help them with their, with their daily lives. What's, ex what's exciting about being an assemblyman? What's exciting about being an assemblyman? Um, actually, one of the most exciting things that I do is I get to meet a lot of interesting people, and I get to hear um, their stories. And um, they, you know, a lot of people talk about what they have been through in their lives and how they've gotten to where they are and a lot of their trials and tribulations. And um, it's actually uh, it's, a, it's a pretty cool job when you get to meet a lot of neat people and interesting people. I'm Julian Osborne, and I have a question for you, too. Hi, Julian. How are you? Good. Um, what do you like best about visiting schools? Um, this, actually. Um, I got to meet the mascot today, the, the intro for, the, for the ma your new Peru mascot here today, and um, really talking to um, students and talking to um, your teachers and the, the staff here, faculty, support staff, and uh, your administration here and board members. Um, actually, I am doing a school appreciation tour um, throughout my district. I'm visiting all um, 18 to 20 school districts um, that are in my uh, in my district to show my appreciation for everything that they have done, everything that your teachers have done, in that the faculty and the support staff and the administrators and the and the board has done here throughout 
um, the last two years. We know what a difficult situation we have all been in. And uh, I want to show my appreciation and thank them for everything that they have done um, for, for students. And, uh, you know, we need to, uh, you know, show more of that, I believe. I think everybody um, should reach out to, to thank these people for what they have done. They've been the backbone of our communities and really uh, helped our students get back into in-person learning. And even when we had to go remote, which um, was very difficult and challenging for them, they did the best that they could do. Um, to keep you learning and keep you, uh, you growing. So I wanted to show my appreciation, and that's what, part of the reason I'm here today. That's great. What, what inspired you to be an assemblyman? Ooh, geez, tough questions here. <laughs> um, I, when I was a young, uh, at a young age, my family was involved in politics, um, you know, and I've always been interested in it, always been interested in, in government, in politics, and seeing what a what what I could do um, to make a difference, I guess. And um, uh, so, an opportunity came up to um, to run for this position. And um, I was actually in local politics before. I was the mayor of the big uh, metropolis of Chattagay, New York, and I moved on to my county legislature. It was kind of local government and an opportunity came open to um, to run for this position. Always just been interesting, interested in talking to people, finding out what their concerns and making our, our communities better. And, um, you know, we can all kind of complain about things and sit on the sidelines or we can get involved and try to do something to make a difference. So um, I took that path. Thank you. Oh, well, it was very nice to be here with you today, and uh, thank you for doing this and everything that you're doing. So now we've come to the section of our podcast that we like to focus on things around the school, and we are privileged to be joined today by our intermediate principal, Mrs. Mary Sexton. How are you today, Mary? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. First time visitor to the podcast? So um, what we usually like to do here is just get our listeners uh, familiar with our guests. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, um, where you're from, and then, you know, kind of your journey to this point. All right. Thank you. I want to say thank you for having me here this morning. Um, my journey in life, I guess, was I started out in Newcomb, New York. So I grew up in the Adirondacks, and I went to college at St. Lawrence University, and after St. Lawrence, I ended up going to Plattsburgh State University, and I worked there in residence life for four years and was um, the first professional director in their first year experience. So I've definitely enjoyed the, the college level. And then in 2007, I uh, was working at Northern Adirondack as a middle school counselor and I was there through the fall of 2019. And during that time, I was servicing students in grades six through 12. Um, there were two counselors in that position. And so at times we would, you know, he might see one of the middle schoolers, I might see one of the high schoolers. So we just tried to do what we could to focus on the needs of the students. I was also coaching softball and volleyball in that time. And that led up to my jump to Peru in 2019, I had gone through my educational leadership program and was ready to, to take on a new challenge. And so I began in the fall of 2019 as the 
associate principal to the middle school here at Peru and also the athletic coordinator and served in that position. Uh, little did we know that we would be jumping into a pandemic. Um, so I, I went through about the first winter season pretty much and then the pandemic began and of course there was the the impact to athletics in the spring which was so hard for our students and for our families. It's a big part of this community and I was so glad to see us be able to offer programming once again in the fall. And during, we had, there was another transition during the, the winter of, of 2020 and into the spring of 2021. I actually, for a small sliver of time, was both the interim principal for the intermediate and also the athletic coordinator. And then I made the full jump to interim principal of the intermediate in the spring of 2021 and then um, was delighted to be the successful candidate for the position and have been serving in this capacity since. Well, we're happy to have you. Well, thank you. <laughs> happy to be here. So um, is there anything, you know, exciting or specific that you'd like to share about what's going on in your building right now? Absolutely. I'm actually, I feel like we're in a really exciting time because first of all, I have to say how amazing it has been to be able to have our students back every single day this year. That has, um, this education and this experience that we provide students is so foundational in their lives. And so to have them back getting that experience day in, day out is exactly what we need to have for them. So um, right now we are working on expanding some of our programming options. Um, actually just, you know, I always think about the partnership that we have with our community and um, I'm delighted to be a part of PTO. And this past weekend, we actually had our first on-campus event for PTO since the pandemic began. So we had a very successful paint party Oh, excellent. Um, we had we had students of all ages, right from pre-K up through, uh, we even had some college students there and parents. So it was a wonderful event, well attended. And we're looking forward to um, a family activity night or a student activity night. Um, and also they're going to be contributing to the consignment programming that the middle school and high school is doing. So we're seeing that bridge between uh, both sides of campus. We also are excited to have our Intermediate Nighthawk Running Club that will be starting up in April. April 25th is our kickoff for that. And so that's an example of programming that's coming back after basically two years of not being able to have that. So it's gonna give our students who are participating two days a week of running and they um, anywhere from uh, a comfort level of walking to running and they all get to set goals and and be challenged right where they are. So I'm excited for that. Uh, Mrs. Barry and Mrs. Brindisi are leading that. That's very exciting. I know that's a popular program. People really love that one. Yeah, I think last I heard we had sign up somewhere in the 90s. Wow. So great participation rate again. Uh, on the academic side, we began um, a couple of weeks ago with an instructional lab, which is part of our academic recovery program. We know that we have um, students that could use a little bit more contact time, and so that's something that, that we've offered twice a week for students and families that were 
were interested in taking part in that. Um, so we are currently servicing about 60 students in the three through five house two days a week. And that's working on reading, math, and ELA, some targeted instruction. Wonderful. And I think, you know, just as we look ahead to the spring, I know that uh, Ms. Bonville and the PTO had worked to secure a gaga ball ring, which is a fun activity for our students to take part in at recess. So we're going to be looking to all those materials and supplies were purchased previously. So it's a matter of getting that set up outside. So I know that's something that our building can look forward to. And we also have a volleyball net coming, so we're trying to expand our options outside to give students a, a wider variety of activities. That's very exciting. Well, you definitely sound like you have a lot of great stuff going on up here right now. It's an exciting time and lots of people pitching in. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, well, thank you so much for joining us today. A lot of good info and insight, and we hope you'll join us again soon. Thank you, Mr. Mitchell. Okay, it was great uh, finally having uh, Mrs. Sexton join us. You know, we've been uh, trying to work it out to where we can get her on the podcast for quite a while, and it was awesome having her here. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, we're, we're definitely unique in a lot of ways with our leadership team. Uh, we're very young across the board, which means we have a lot of new perspectives, a lot of innovative ideas, uh, and, you know, she's, she's part, of that, part of that group, and it's just great to have her, uh, you know, have her with us. Overall, great show this month, John. I oh, think definitely. we we pulled together, uh, you know, a nice lineup, and it's always great to you know have our our traditional guests involved. They take the time out of their day to join the show to share some information with the uh, school community. Uh, but it's also nice to pull in some of those folks that have never really sat down for a question and answer in a podcast. So uh, I know some of our guests are definitely nervous sometimes. They're not really sure what to expect. Um, but I do know one thing: everyone walks away. Uh, appreciating and enjoying the experience. And most people, I think, look forward to coming back. Absolutely. You've been listening to the We Are Peru podcast. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe and share us with your colleagues and friends. And consider leaving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Ndamiani PCSD and J Mitchell PCSD. Thanks again for listening. And remember, we are Peru.